Hitler made mistakes. And with this, I will correct them all. You stole it. Then you stole it. And then I stole it. It's called capitalism. It's been 15 years since the last Indiana Jones movie, but 80-year-old Harrison Ford is back in the Dial of Destiny. Once again, he's fighting Nazis, but this time he brings his goddaughter along on the adventure. She's played by Phoebe Waller-Bridge, and she adds some nice energy, and the action is still a lot of fun. This is actually a pretty good sequel, but nowhere near as good as the original three Indiana Jones movies. The women in our family have the mighty power to turn into giant kraken. I just want to be Ruby Gilman, normal teenager. Ugh, boo. Where's the fun in that? You have powers beyond your imagination. Ruby Gilman is a teenage girl who fears that she's a monster, and that's probably because she is actually a kraken hiding out at her local public school. This is a charming parable about girls and growing up. It's all set against a war between mermaids and the krakens for control over the oceans. Surprisingly, Ruby Gilman is a lot of fun, especially if you're a teenage girl. Who are you? The name's Nimona. Your sidekick has arrived. I don't need a sidekick. Every villain needs a sidekick. I'm not a villain! This week's best movie is over on Netflix. Well, that is if you're a teenager anyway. Nimona is the story of a knight who's been wrongly accused of killing the queen and how he teams up with a punk rock shape-shifting creature to earn back his honor. It's got great energy, cool visuals, and world building. It's probably not for grandpa, but teens should love this anarchic adventure drama. The world kicks you around sometimes. But together, we can kick it back. Mona, smart, kind, and sophisticated. That guy just beat his armor. He beat his armor. And that's what's new this weekend at the movies. I'm Sean McBride, the movie guy. As you can tell, Sean McBride, the movie guy, is stopping by this morning. And we have good movies. Good. Oh yeah. my gosh, I love to hear that. Yeah. Well, all this movies, and, and quite frankly, I would even argue that last week's movies were pretty good too. Uh, none of them are. Okay, these are going on my top ten list okay, at the end of the sure. year. But all of them I quite enjoyed for different reasons, yeah. you know. But uh, obviously the big one out this week has got to be Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. It's been 15 years since we last saw an wow. Indiana Jones movie. And Harrison Ford is 80 years old. And so that gave a lot of people pause. Can a, he was 79 when he filmed this, could, could this older guy make this movie, and particularly, particularly since uh, Steven Spielberg is not directing this one either. Um, and the answer is yes. I, I think with the exception of his, some of the action sequences, obviously sure. he can't do some of that stuff. He's going to actually hurt himself. Yeah. So they have to go towards special effects or stuntmen, and they do some, uh, you know, they put computer graphics to put his face on someone else's body. I think that mostly works. There's an early moment where they, you know, the first sequence is set back in World War II, so mm -hmm. he's got to be about 40 in this thing. And the computer graphics are good enough that it's like, oh, look, that is wow. the old Harrison Ford. That's very cool. But there are moments when the face doesn't quite match the words sure. coming out, where some <laughs> of the backgrounds are weird. Uh, I will argue there's a series with uh, eels, you know, and the mm -hmm. eels don't look really very yeah. real. So it's, it's very much a hit and miss effect. But here's the thing. That film series carries so much nostalgia that when he puts on that, you know, that leather jacket and the fedora mm -hmm. and grabs his bull whip, and we hear that, you know, that John Williams dun da 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 Classic jingle, yeah. I just, it just makes me so happy. I, I think that, like I said, I think the, the plot is a little silly. The plots on all of these movies are a little silly, yeah, you know. Sure. And it's really just a series of uh, escapes and action films and chases and whatnot. And I think that stuff all works pretty well. Um, 
I, I think they're not all great action moments. They don't quite live up to the level that we got in the first and the third one. Mm -hmm. um, but I think this is pretty good. I, people are asking me, please rank this among the top five. And, and I will say that, no, no, there are only four movies because I refuse to acknowledge Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So there are only four <laughs> movies. But uh, this one, I think, ranks up there pretty close to Temple of Doom, which is the second one. Uh, it's never going to be as good as the first or the third, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, sure. But those are classics. And I think if you're a fan of this series, mm -hmm. you will certainly enjoy this. If you're not a fan of this series, if you've never seen them, can you believe this? Macy's not sure. Yeah. I know. Go watch the first films because there are a okay. lot of callbacks and a lot of cameos of sure. actors, older actors returning for this thing. Uh, and he'll, and, um, and um, he's got some nice sidekicks in this one too. So I, I think uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge comes in and they're, they're, they wisely put her in because she brings some youthful energy. Mm -hmm. She can pick up on the daring do that when he is, he can't quite do the things she's doing the you know she's chasing after the airplane on a motorcycle to yeah. jump on into the you know it, it's one of those things where it's like I wonder if they were trying to set her up as the new Indiana Jones oh I'm not sure that works but I would certainly watch a, a sequel to see if it does where she's leading it so kind of interesting concept I mm -hmm. do have to ask with all the graphics you talked about you know the face and the eels do you think that someone let's say like me who mm -hmm. would I notice if I was going to the movie and watching it I think there are a couple of moments that just kind of shook me, but yeah. <laughs> but no, I think casual viewers will be absolutely fine yeah. with this. So, okay. And, and a lot of people, you know, I can imagine a lot of dads want to take their kids. I can mm -hmm. imagine a lot of, of parents wanting to watch the first three movies, only three, not four, <laughs> and then going to see this one having a grand time in the movies. Don't waste your time with the fourth one, yep. not to worry <laughs> yeah. there. And that's going to be in theaters, which I feel like you got almost have to, that's one of those ones you have to watch in theaters I for think it so to, too. the Although sound, the action. you probably can't see the bad computer graphics on your home screen. That's true, it's small <laughs> enough that, you know, it might be hidden in the background yeah. there. Next movie that we got coming? This is one, I was really surprised how much I enjoyed it. It's Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. And I don't know why. Look, Look, it's the story of a young girl. She's in high school and she's got a secret. The secret is that she's actually a sea monster. She's a part of a Kraken family. And her mom is always telling her, don't go in the water. Well, of course, she goes in the water. She turns into an 80-foot monster. Wow. And, uh, you know, and look, it's, it's a story about a 12-year-old girl worried about her, literally her body changing. Mm -hmm. So it's a parable. Um, but I think it's filled with really sweet uh, characters, nice voice performances. I, I think, uh, you know, it's interesting there's a sub-story about, uh, well, the Krakens and the mermaids have been at war for years over control of the sea. I, I, I don't care about any of yeah. that. But it's, like I said, it's the story of a girl just trying to fit in, trying to, um, you know, get the, the boy she's tutoring mm -hmm. to ask her out to a date. Oh. That's Jabuki and White playing that boy. I think it ties into particularly preteen girls, you know, okay. some of their fears. I thought it was really sweet. I, I, I kind of, it, it appealed to the inner 12-year-old girl in me, apparently. <laughs> so, no, I, I, I quite enjoyed it, like the animation. I thought it was fun. Hey, it reminds me of, I, of course, I can't think of the name right now, but um, when I was a child, watched a movie with a girl who was secretly a mermaid, so she oh, couldn't get... Aquamarine. That's what it is. Okay, yep. yes, Aquamarine. That <laughs> yeah. kind of gives me similar feel yeah, there I with I that. that. And I like that movie, too, because it also appealed to the 12-year-old girl in Absolutely. me. Absolutely. <laughs> and then the last one that is coming out this week? This one's on, on home streaming. This is Nimona. And this one also appeals to the teenager, but perhaps a little, it's not sweet nature, let's put it this okay. way. It's the story of, a, a, he's a knight. It's set in this world that is kind of a retro future world. So it's a medieval ruler 
world mm -hmm. with knights and you know castles and kings and queens, but they also have laser guns and they eat breakfast tacos and things like that. So it's kind of a weird <laughs> amalgam of two different words here. Um, the guy is a kid. He's an orphan. He grows up. He's in. He's invited to become the newest knight, and a lot of people are saying no. Knights should be of noble blood. Mm -hmm. This guy's not noble blood. And when he is finally knighted, something happens and the queen is assassinated. So they're blaming him. He goes on the run. And this shape-shifting character who just sees him as public enemy number one, so she wants to be his bad guy, super villain sidekick. Sure. And she's so much fun. It is, um, it's got great animation. It's got wonderful, you know, uh, storylines. It is very much about that moment in your teenager life when your hormones are roiling and you just want to break stuff, you know? <laughs> and so sure. there's, there's a fun moment. They're trying to sneak out of the castle and he's he's sneaking from pillar to pillar. Mm -hmm. And she's just literally walking by and knocking everything over, making as much noise as possible. Um, I will say it, it has a little bit of queer coding to it. Uh, he is a, a gay character and that's not mentioned upon and she could certainly be seen as being a, you know, a, she's she's non-binary, let's say that, okay. because she sometimes she's a girl, sometimes she's an elephant, mm -hmm. sometimes she's a rhinoceros, you know, so she's all over the, but, but I think this is a really good film. This is my favorite animated film of the year so far. Really? Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. well that's saying something, because you like Spider-Man. That yeah, was pretty I, good. Exactly, and I, those two are the two, and Spider-Man's going to win the Academy yeah. Award, but this one I think was just the one that I thought, oh, this is really cool, so. That one's on Netflix? On Netflix, yeah. You can kind of tell with all the signs there, so. Yeah. <laughs> the other two, theater? The, the, the two we didn't talk about last week because I was on vacation, but uh, I guess Rightfully really quickly so. we can say, look, uh, no hard feelings. Jennifer Lawrence leaning into an R-rated comedy, a story about a, a pair of parents, helicopter parents that mm -hmm. hire a woman to have sex with her son, and um, she oh. can't do it because he's so backward and socially mm -hmm. ill-adjusted. I think it's quite funny. It's very R-rated, um, but I do think I, I, I liked it, and I like that it turns into a sweet comedy by the end, yeah. so that's pretty cool. And the other one is Asteroid City, and if you're a fan of Wes Anderson, uh, this is perhaps the most Wes Anderson movie yet. <laughs> um, I, I think those people who are fans of his work will really like it. I think this is one of his better films. I, I'm not a huge fan of his. I find his movies to be a little twee. I don't get the emotional stuff going on in them. Yeah. They're, they're kind of detached. But I love his visuals. I, I think he's a fun filmmaker. I think this is pretty good, actually. So Okay, so plenty of options this mm -hmm. weekend for you if you need to escape the heat. Good way to do it. Of course, as always, thank you, Sean, of for course. joining us, mm -hmm. and happy early birthday. Uh, thank you. Still to come this morning, we'll check in with Chad. He'll get you a look at your extended forecast.